Hello, and welcome to another international language episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts, and I've lost about 150 pounds. And with me today, lovingly, is... Her scrappy sidekick, Donald Weigel. <laughs> You're not scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> but I am your sidekick. I'm your sidekick. We're one another. We're the sidekicks. We're each other's sidekicks. Yeah, we're our wing, Wh- which wing, one wing of us folk. Is the, which one of us is the main hero? We're bo- <laughs> we are heroes uh, to each other and to ourselves. And uh, I say we're both each other's wing folk. Heroes of weight maintenance. <laughs> yes. Wow, we're great at this. Even after almost two years of inspiring people, we still know how to... Just launch the episode in a really strong way. We so. sure do. I am Donald Weigel, and I've lost about 100 pounds. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And I've now kept it off for, I don't know what, almost two years? It, you know, the, I know must be nice. Uh, I'm going to... Now we're going to start the must be nice corner episode, yeah. uh, or uh, part of the episode. And for those you who might be new listeners, must be nice is what we say when somebody else does something that makes us jealous. We say must, <laughs> must be, be nice. nice. Yeah. Um, but it's gotten to the point now where I don't remember what year it is or how long I've been maintaining. I think I don't. I honestly don't remember if I had. I'd have to like look at a calendar. Yeah, uh, I, it's been about two years. That must be nice. It must be nice. <laughs> I, well, I know I started in January 2016, losing, yeah. so it'll be 2020. So how many years is that? Four? Yeah, four. Four. Okay. Yeah. And so. I, I started losing at the tail end of March, beginning of April of 2016. I'm just glad I'm proud of you because I remember when we started this process, you uh, you had lost maybe 10 pounds. And I said, I am so proud of you. That was a, That was a part of our episode today. We're going to talk about positive talk. Uh, I said, I am so proud of you. And you said, don't be proud of me I yet. Said, don't be proud of me yet. Because I was pretty convinced I was going to put that weight back on. Yeah, I was like, that's stinking thinking. Yeah. And I uh, I was like, well, I can't wait <laughs> and then to be. for like the next like year and a half, you were like, I can't wait to be I'm proud so of you. I'm so looking really forward to being proud of you. To finally being so proud I am of you. finally proud of you. Thanks. And, uh, Thanks. I yeah. appreciate it. Well, it's it's nice to finally have someone feel pride in me. <laughs> well, pride comes from within. So Whitney Houston knew what was up. She sure did. She sure did. So uh, we're going to start this week with uh, a tip of the week. Tao! Tao! And then we're going to talk about the international language mm. of love. Love, everyone. <laughs> Come on. Better off dead. Yeah. Monique and Ricky. Yeah. Love. Christmas. Um, yeah. If you don't know, If you haven't better seen off Better dead. Off Dead, it's an 80s classic. Yeah. I can't wait to be proud of you for watching it because it's awesome. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk about the five love languages. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to finish off with a product. Of the week, pow! Pow, everyone! Pow! So, uh, if you... Let's see, starting with the tip of the week? I think we're going to start with the tip of the week. Tow! Tow! Tip of the week to you! Tip of the week to you! Tip of the week to you! And tip of the week to you, fine listener. Um, In the U.S., we... uh, If you're listening to this uh, as it's happening... I probably should have done some research on this. I don't know uh, if they do this all over the world or not. They don't. I Well... They don't even know what we're talking about yet. We're talking about the uh, the time change, the clocks falling back. Yeah, uh, and I know that in here in the U.S. of A. <laughs> it uh, it happens twice a year. We change the clocks, except in like Illinois and Arizona. I think don't do it. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Indiana, but 
Anyway, let's just let's Wikipedia it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, in the U.S., uh, we just experienced the time change this weekend, and uh, I know in other parts of the world it happens at different times, but uh, we are so busy trying to be sure that our Halloween goes well and that we don't overindulge. Last year, we were hell-bent on making sure that Halloween was great and we got rid of all the Halloween candy. But then daylight savings time happened, and a lot of people in Walt Place kind of fell apart, including me. Yeah, there was this kind of like, you know, hey, we got through Halloween, we should be fine. Yeah, and then it was like, ah, it's dark out, and it's cold, and I don't want to drink water, and... Like, all of my habits are screwy now, and I don't want to have a salad because it's cold. Yeah, and it's Um, getting dark earlier, and it's weird when I wake up now. Yeah, so the tip of the week, here we go, the actual tip of the week, is use daylight saving time, whether you're in America or not, as a time to sort of reassess your season and your habits for the season. So if, if you were eating a lot of cold salads in uh, the summer and fall, this might be the time to switch over to hearty vegetable soups. Yeah. So you're still getting your vegetables, but now they're warm instead of cold. Instead, yeah, Trader Joe's right now has their harvest chili and their split pea, uh, their fresh he's soups. He's soups. He's got many soups. They're so good. They're very delicious. Yeah. Uh, Mary in Walt Place actually gave a shout out to pea soup, thanks to Donald Weigel. So yeah. you're changing lives. Changing lives. One soup with, at a time. Soup. <laughs> uh, but... See the time change, see the season change, whether uh, you're in the Southern Hemisphere and it's spring or in the Northern and it's getting toward winter. See it as a time to reassess your habits. Is this a time to change up your workout routine where instead of going to the gym, you rebound at home, uh, use your mini inside trampoline uh, to watch Netflix and stay inside? (laughs) That's very specific. Well, because I say rebounder, and they're like, tell people what a rebounder is. They don't know what that is. True, true. And he talks just like this. Um, His radio voice sounds like a normal human, and then at home he talks like this. (laughs) Um, But if you are used to drinking lots of ice water and it's too cold now, switch to – we have a a friend, a neighbor who who drinks warm water with lemon. Oh, isn't that delightful? Mm. Mm, Hot tea. So – be aware that you might be uh, your your habits might be disrupted with the time change. Uh, we we have uh, other holidays coming up, which we'll talk about in coming episodes. But last year, the time change was kind of a surprise attack that many uh, Walt Place uh, people didn't uh, didn't realize it was going to be an issue. So yeah. just be aware that you might have some issues and. Uh, and it's okay to switch up your routine. And that is the tip of the week. Tow, everybody. Tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you. We should have pretended to be groggy with this episode. We're not recording it on the day of, but it's like the time change. It's like, I'm sleepy. I'm, oh, ah. the time change. But um, we got an extra hour of sleep because the clocks fell back. Oh, okay. See, so yay. I feel even better than usual. Oh, so invigorated. Yeah. Uh, so that was the tip of the week. We're done with that. And now we're going to move on to... Love. 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 And the language of it. The language of love. So we're kind of late to the five love languages game. Uh, I know other podcasts have talked about it. Uh, lesser podcasts. Um, but Much lesser. Uh, there, there is a book 
by a man named Gary Chapman yes. called The Five Love Languages. Didn't he also write that song, Here in My Car? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's the same Wait, guy. no, which? That's Gary Newman. <laughs> Gary Newman, that's what I said. <laughs> I thought um, you knew who it was and you were kidding. Uh, no, I couldn't remember. All the Garys. There's so many Garys. Yeah. Gar- Gary Oldman. We're going to name Garys. We're just going to talk about Garys for the next <laughs> 40 minutes. These are the Garys minutes. I know. I know. These are the Garys I know. Exactly. Um, so the Five Love Languages book is a couple's relationship book. And I think it's like the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. There's there's like five love languages for kids, five lo- love languages for your dog. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. Five love languages for your barista. Yeah. Um, I think tips are probably their love language. But yeah. um, in the book, he says that each person in a relationship, and this could be, and we're we're making this bigger. Each person wants to feel uh, love or affirmation in a different way, and yeah. he he contends that there are five ways. Donald, would you like to read the five ways? Sure. And you know, we may all think that it's pretty obvious, like what love means and and how showing love to one another, like what that is, but. People, um, at least according to him, and it makes a lot of sense to me, people like being shown love um, in different ways. And um, his breakdown of the five love languages are words of affirmation, which, you know. Good job. Yeah. Good job reading that. Thank you so much for doing everything you do. Um, quality time, which is what you're doing with us right, right now. now you're welcome. Yeah, you're spending quality time with me and Catherine. Um, receiving gifts. Now, not GIFs. <laughs> but, but actual gifts. G-I-F-T-S, gifts. Like five stars on iApple. Oh, that would be a nice gift for us. But, you know, uh, giving people stuff, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, and then uh, the next one is acts of service, uh, which is doing stuff for people. You know, it's like you're taking out the trash, you're doing the laundry, um, you're doing the dishes, that kind of thing. Um, And then the final one is physical touch, which is touching people. (laughs) Did I just make it weird? A Phil Collins song. The the physical touch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. touching people without being asked, not okay. We're not talking about that. We're talking about... uh, Your significant other. Yeah, or a pat on the back from your boss. Um, so, I don't want my boss patting me on the back, literally. But some literally. people do. Some yeah. people want that. That's not my love language. No. But he breaks it down into those five categories, and he contends that people give the way they want to receive. So if you find that you compliment people a lot or give, send out cards with very thoughtful notes, words of affirmation might be your love language. Yeah. Um. Or, you know, if you find yourself doing things for people, um, you know, you're the one who volunteers to, you know, pick up the, you know, whatever at the store for the event or... Or pick up friends from the airport. Pick up friends from the airport. Or you're the one who's constantly taking out the trash and, you know, you find that the person in your relationship is not also doing those things, um, then, you know, it may lead to you not feeling appreciated because you're, you know, they're not doing back for you what you're doing for them. So you, you people tend to want to get love back in the way that they show it. Right. So how do you show others love or appreciation? And So again, in the Five Love Languages book, he talks about the five ways people want to receive or give 
affirmations of love or appreciation. And I believe that this ties into the whole weight loss journey. Oh. Oh, see, we brought it back around because everything is about weight loss. It's all about food. It is. So if if you are not receiving a love language the way that is meaningful for you, you might take revenge by eating food. <laughs> yeah, or or you may like try and seek comfort in food or you may be trying to, you know, replace the feelings that you're not getting by giving yourself some sort of other feeling by you know, putting yourself into a food coma to to make you not think about the the you know the love that you're not getting elsewhere. Well, and I think that I definitely have a certain love language when it comes to work, and then a different love language when I'm at home. Because For sure, and I, I think, and I don't know if he talks about this in the book, um, but you might crave appreciation in a way you are not getting it like i feel very loved and i know that you know like i feel very loved too (laughs) no but like i don't necessarily need words of affirmation from you because i already have them so it's something that i don't not that i don't pay attention to it but it's not something that i'm craving because you already give it to me but donald before we move ahead uh i think there is actually a five love languages quiz that you can take online um and i took mine a while ago do you remember what your love languages are uh i it was mostly i think uh words of affirmation and gifts receiving gifts i think i sent him a lot of gifs and it's not the same thing (laughs) or gifts um you know the problem is i've i've heard people talk about the five love languages before and like pretty much every time i've ever heard it the person has been like receiving gifts who is who is what kind of a horrible rotten human being (laughs) feels love by receiving gifts and i'm just sort of that guy in the corner i'm like raising me like i i kind of that's that's me i enjoy receiving gifts that makes me feel good yeah but for me my uh the ones that I most resonate with are acts of service and quality time. Yeah. So my time is important to me and maybe having things done for me is big. I mean, I know that in the past I have done acts of service as a way to show love to others. I like to be the one that steps in when you know times are tough or I like to be the one that solves the problem because it actually makes me feel good to be like, oh, wow, Catherine, you really came through, which is maybe a whole boundary situation also. But <laughs> I would show, I was telling Don earlier, I would do an act of service for someone and they were saying like, you know, wow, you you haven't done anything for me. I'm like, what are you talking about? I did this, this, and this. And it turns out that their love language was not acts of service. It was words of affirmation. And because I was giving love in a way that was not being recognized, I wasted a lot of quality time doing stuff that didn't yeah. actually have an impact. So for example, if gifts are your love language, or say they're Donald's, but right. it's, it's not necessarily my love language. He could send me a lot of gifts, and I'd be like, oh, "That's fine." But when was the last time you made me a cup of coffee? Like, I want, I want acts of service. But if you don't know that about yourself, then you uh, you don't have the vocabulary to tell people what you need. And I think getting down to the point where knowing what your needs are and knowing why you're not getting them 
I think really impacts the whole weight loss journey. And I know for me in the last four years, I think we established it was four years. In the last four years, I've done a lot of work on self-knowledge and understanding my motivation for things, understanding my Gretchen Rubin for tendencies, understanding, you know, abstainer versus moderator. Like there are so many different ways I'm better tuned in to my own wants, needs, desires, and motivations. Yeah. And it has helped my journey. And I think, uh, so our, our goal in this episode is just to talk about ways that you can work through the love languages, whether it's uh, it's with someone else or <laughs> on your own or at work. It all ties in together because if you're not feeling validated or valued, you might turn to food to self-soothe. And our goal yeah, and, is- and I used to do it at work all the time and it can get very complicated. Like I've, I've had real issues over the years with not feeling appreciated. And even though I said I'm largely a, a words of affirmation person, you know, at work, it can be more about feeling respect. And there's also this part of me that's like, if you really appreciated my work, you would give me the the people I need to get it done. You would give me the money that I think I deserve to get this job. Right, which and, is a gift. Which is a gift of a kind. And then I would let that resentment for not feeling like I was appreciated, um, you know, financially or by being respected um, by eating. For, and, you know, it was this well, v- vicious cycle of like... And- <laughs> and the problem with your work love language is that I feel like a lot of times at work, uh, the the business love language is getting food trucks for people. Right. So. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know, many, many producers. In fact, I mean, it goes on all the time. It's like the the thank you gift for the crew that like, you know, we'll get guest directors on TV shows. We'll get, um, you know, the producers will bring in and you know, sort of the default is they buy a food truck to come in. You know, we had just earlier this week, we had a cheesesteak truck like mm. show up on set that had, you know, whatever. And, but, you know, but it's that's, just free and you go get it. But and, that's the thing. They feel like they're doing you a favor. They're right. giving you a gift. And that is n- like your love language is feeling validated and getting people. Yeah. And when they're spending money on a food truck, they're not spending money on another person in your office. So right. it actually is like a sabotage sort yeah. of thing. And it can be very, very complicated, you know, um, and it's sort of in terms of with Catherine and I, like she is an acts of service person. I think we've only, you know, fairly recently in our relationship figured this out. And, you know, so you will oftentimes do things for me, like a couple of weeks ago, like two weeks ago, I came home and you had already done all my laundry because I mentioned that I needed yeah. to do it. And I felt incredibly grateful, but I also felt incredibly guilty at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it's so complicated. And, These love languages are not And easy. it was, you know, sort of, there was a time in my life where I would have taken that guilt and channeled it into eating food. And thankfully, I'm not at that point. But, you know, it's like, you do that act of service for me and then it's sort of like well do i have to do a you know a an act of service for you that is of the same and i've just worked all week and i'm exhausted and i don't feel like doing anything except relaxing this weekend and you know and then it's like but i mean you and i are in a place where we could talk about it but not everybody is no we're woke as the kids say (laughs) i'm gonna spill the tea we're woke and on fleek i have no idea what any of that is. i don't either um but 
Love languages are complicated, especially when it comes to feeling our own self-worth. So for me, I used to have sort of a, not a superiority complex, but like, I've got to do it all. I, if, if I don't yeah. do it, no one's going to do it. If I don't do it, it, nobody will, right. And a lot of that and that perfectionism is if Donald would say he was going to do the dishes, and I usually do the dishes, and I want them put in the dishwasher the right way. <laughs> um, because clearly because I do it the wrong way. But like, I'd be like, no, 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 I'll just do it. No, 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 I'll just do it. And then you become a martyr over time of at work, I'll just get it done. Yeah. I'll meet the deadline. I'll stay late. Just give it to me. I'm not going to delegate. And when you erode those boundaries or you don't set boundaries and you become a martyr and you absorb all of that energy and time and then you feel put upon and then you turn to food. Yeah. Like, and I did that for years and stepping back and letting people do things for you, even if it's not the way you would do it. Like the question should be not whether or not the spatula is put in the right place in the dishwasher, but will it be clean right. regardless of the place it is put? And if the answer is yes, then someone else can do the dishes for me. Right. It doesn't have to be that perfect, I've got to do it all. So you kind of have to know sort of when to let go and when to let people be kind to you. Because a lot of times in the weight loss journey, we don't feel uh, like we deserve value. We don't feel like, you know, if you're, if let's say your love language might be physical touch. If you feel bad in your body and you don't want anyone to see you naked or you don't want anyone to feel how soft your arm is or whatever, like yeah. – if you have shame around your body, physical touch might not even be an option for you because you don't feel like you're worthy of it. Well, and it might be difficult to accept a compliment from somebody Very if you much. don't feel like you deserve it. But, um, you know, we just did an episode uh, two episodes ago about, you know, about talking positively and accepting compliments and how difficult it can be in society to just say thank you for something and move on and feel like you really deserve that compliment can be difficult. Well, and I think, you know, a lot of times, and, and this the Love Language book talks more about relationships, so how to give love to your sweetheart or your, you know, how to exchange with your, your friends or whatever. But so much of this is about yourself and filling yourself with whatever you need yeah. and not waiting for an external source to give you the value that you want. Um, you know, for words of affirmation, like we were saying, if you feel like, you know, a trash panda and someone says something <laughs> nice, like if, if you, if your inner monologue trash is trash panda, panda. is a funny way of saying a raccoon who like <laughs> digs through the trash for garbage. And like, food. You know, oh my I, gosh. I have felt like in my life, like, you know, just devouring everything in the kitchen. Okay. I have eaten out of the trash before. I have, I have said it on the show before. <laughs> Our daughter uh, came home the other day from Rite Aid. She had gone with a friend and she brought home one of those giant Lenny and Larry cookies, those like two portion oh, ones. They're huge. And yeah, they're 420 calories each. Man. And she, she was eating one and she was like, I was like, wow, that's a really big cookie. And I have an issue with those cookies. And she got home and was like, I'm not hungry anymore. I'm going to throw the rest in the trash. <laughs> okay, which must be nice. Yeah. And, and two, I had to tell her, I was like, um, maybe we should put it in the dumpster outside because I have eaten out of the trash before. <laughs> and she was like, do I need to put it out in the trash? I was like, no, 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 I'll be fine. And I want to let you know that I got through it. I did not 
dig through the trash good, for good. the second part of the cookie. But uh, her ability to moderate is uh, must be nice. No, it's uh, it's pretty great. It's something that I uh, I don't really have. I've had to work <laughs> on getting to where I am. But uh, that that like I feel full is not a feeling That's that not, I'm used to. Nope. Yeah. So running through each of the love languages. If you feel like you don't deserve any love language until you get to your goal weight, you are in big trouble, mister. Um, sorry. I just <laughs> <laughs> Disapproving school, marm. <laughs> I feel like I was being scolded all of a sudden. No, but we always say to ourselves, like, I'll get a massage when I get to my goal weight because I feel fat and I don't want the the massage therapist to like feel my leg. Yeah. Like, and I know you've said that before. Yeah. And I just, you know, you just reminded me actually years ago, I told myself that if I got to my goal weight, I was going to get another tattoo and I've never done it actually. Well, yeah. <laughs> but like. I'm also almost 50. Yeah. Or the like, I will buy myself this, you know, major prize, you know, a Tiffany necklace when I hit my goal weight. Right. It's this mirage in front of us. I will deserve that vacation when I hit my goal weight. Um, I will deserve to get a manicure pedicure when I hit my goal weight. And we have these, you know, like we don't feel like we deserve any of it until we hit that goal. And yeah. And then and sadly, what we feel like we do deserve is to stuff ourselves with treats <laughs> or speak poorly of ourselves or whatever. Like there are a lot of people that I know who have actually done like when I hit my goal weight, I'm going to, you know, go to Paris. Yeah. And for me, I'm like. I'll buy a jean jacket. Like, <laughs> like aim high. But I don't aim like high. but I once it's done, it's like ah, it's, it wasn't that big of a deal. I don't know. I, I don't deserve whatever and so yeah. it's just it's very complicated is what we're saying. Yeah. And I I think that you know, I've said this many many times, but one of the major breakthroughs for me in the whole weight loss thing was to really start to be honest with myself and recognize when I was using food as an excuse. Um, you know, I was saying to myself, well, my boss really isn't giving me what I need. And so I was using that as an excuse to eat whatever I wanted. And whatever I wanted was way too many calories to maintain a healthy weight. Well, and my boss would always give gifts as her... Um, as her love language to her staff. Yeah. And for me, I was like, I don't want your blank. Like, right. I, you know, if it's noon on a Friday and you tell me I can take the afternoon off, like that's a million dollars to me. Right. Right. But that's not what she would give me. And so I was resentful all the time because I didn't want a trinket or a bobble or a gift card. I wanted the time off. Like that, my love language was my quality time. Yeah. And the act of service is you don't have to work more. You can leave. So my time was what I valued because I wasn't getting it. And we're going to get into some solutions for you for your love languages. So maybe we'll start that soon. But really think about the ways that you sabotage yourself by not speaking your needs or not even understanding your needs. So often we just feel victim to not being able, not being told that we matter the way we want to be mattered. Yeah. I, I don't like words of affirmation in a business setting. It makes me uncomfortable because I feel like someone wants to like try to sell me something. Right. So 
words of affirmation aren't anything to me. But I had a colleague who was like, oh, our boss never tells me I'm doing a great job. She never tells me I'm doing a great job. And finally, I was like, it's never going to happen. Like that is not you can't go to that giving tree for that service because it is never going to be there. And understanding that and being a student of other people's love languages and what you need for yourself and finally, what you're ready to do about it. Yeah, and and I think the first step is, and Catherine basically just said it, is to figure out what it is that you actually want. Even if you think this whole five, you know five love languages thing is a bunch of hooey, like there is definitely some way in which you're you're you want to feel love. This is hooey and hogwash. <laughs> <laughs> I know he is like. No, but you know what I mean. I mean Walton's it, swear words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, golly. <laughs> yes, exactly. I've uh, I've tried very hard not to be a person who swears as an adult. Yeah. Um. So, you know, but really figuring out what it is that is missing, or that how you want to be appreciated, and then realizing that others may not want to be appreciated the same way, and you know, the first thing you can do is ask somebody to do things the way that you're missing, you know, and be like, look, I understand that this might not be the way that you feel love, but, you know, what would really be great for me is if you would, you know, either tell me I'm great or, you know, give me little presents or, you know, do things for me from time to time, you know, et cetera. And I think a good way to do that too is the, it really makes me feel valued when you... X yeah. or wow, I really, I really love it when you make time to dot dot dot. You know, like you can just tell people how you feel when something is done. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be an attack. It doesn't have to be like a you're not doing this for me, so can you do this? You know, it can just be like Catherine said. You turn it into a positive. You know, I really like it when you you know hold my hand in public or you know whatever. If you're a physical touch person, yeah. And being able to understand that no one has to give you praise the way you want to receive it, you can talk to your boss and just say, look, as part of- Or your spouse or your your family or your friends or whomever. But specifically, like if you're in a review, hey, you know what? Instead of giving me a 1% raise, I would really value an extra two days vacation. Right. You know, or like, wow, it really means a lot when I get my annual whatever, like- And being, or like when you give me praise, you know, that I can keep in my kudos folder, that makes me feel great. Or I love it on the family side. Wow, when you send me a really heartfelt card, like that really touches me. Knowing that and being able to articulate it is a good thing. And, you know, unfortunately, there may come a point at which you just have to realize that, you know, like Catherine said, with her boss, you're, you may not ever get exactly what you want. And then you have to decide whether or not you're going to, um, accept that, or you're going to actually do something to change it, like getting another job or, you know, changing relationships or whatever it is. Um, but ultimately it may end up being that you have to rely on yourself to get, to get what you need. And, you know, so if you're, looking for words of affirmation, you need to work on telling yourself that you're good enough and that <laughs> I started to sound like Stuart Smalley from Saturday Night Live. Darn it, you're worth it. You're worth it. Um, but, you know, 
po- engaging in positive self-talk. And um, there are also uh, a couple of, uh, or actually more than a couple, you know, if you do a Google search, you can find a bunch of them. But there are some apps and some uh, some uh, services that help. There's one called ThinkUp, um, where you can actually, like when you're feeling good about yourself, you can record your own voice saying positive things to yourself um, and then play it back to you at a later time. And there are also some built-in um, positive uh, sayings that it will just say to you if you play it back. Yeah, there's you know if you uh, if you are spiritual, there are there are apps that give you Bible verses. There yeah. are apps that give you daily affirmations. Uh, you know, qu- quotes from famous people. Just things to kind of set your mind to the positive. Um, you can tell people what you need, like you said. But they don't have to follow through on that. Um, you can read about inspiring people and kind of fill your world with people who, against the odds, got it done, like Chopin. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Chopin. And Gretchen Rubin actually suggests making your own ta-da list instead of a to-do list. Make a ta-da mm. list of all your achievements as you go because we often forget what we do, like even in an annual review. Yeah. What did you do in January that was great? I don't know. Yeah. If you keep a running list – of all of your little successes, whether it's on the weight loss journey, I, you know, I'm down a pant, pant size, I'm drinking more water, I gave up uh, crystal light, like whatever. I'm doing that right now. That's another story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you keep a running list of all of your small achievements, all of the miles you've walked this year, all of the calories you've burned, you know, you're getting better sleep, all of that can help fuel your self worth. Um, and that is something that comes from inside, not expecting from outside. Yeah. And if you're somebody who uh, enjoys quality time, um, you know, maybe you just need to realize that you need to take time and do things for yourself and really do what you want to do and, you know, speak up for yourself and um, take care of your needs for a while. Well, and that's you can go back to the boundaries episode at Dog the Boundary Hunter. Yeah. Um, we're very classy folks here. <laughs> um, but go back to setting boundaries because the if you, if you value quality time, and that could be spending time with people, spending time with your family, spending time alone with your cat, or like Donald, living alone on his own little planet without yeah. any other humans because he doesn't get that. He is surrounded no. by people all of the time. So the he only, wants only what he time alone get. I ever get is basically in the car driving from home to work and back. And it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but work on also. In, in regard to quality time, if you say you don't have time, really assess your own time management. Are you scrolling through Facebook for 45 minutes? Are you playing Candy Crush for 20 minutes? Yeah. Are you, you know, watching TV and, you know, just zoning out, which is fine. It is all fine things. But y- you have a trade-off of time. And if you're saying, I don't have enough time to hang out with friends, or yeah. I don't have enough time. To meal prep or to, you know, exercise, you know, but you're carving out, you know, 45 minutes a day for, you know, games on your phone or messing around on Instagram, then you really do have the time. You're just choosing not to use it for those things. And understanding that because we don't get more time, it is it is not an, an, you know, an abundant resource or yeah. a renewable resource. How you spend that time matters. Compartmentalizing. A lot of times we're trying to do five things at once and we're master of none. Being able to – and this is something I struggle with uh, – 
compartmentalizing work and family, being present where you are instead of having your mind somewhere else. Schedule a day off, even if it feels decadent. If quality time is important to you and you're not just magically getting it, yeah. schedule a day off by yourself or schedule a day off with a friend who's also going to do it. And if you know if the kids are at school or something like that and you've got a day to just go to a cafe and hang out, like you can build in that time for yourself. You don't have to save it for every sick day. Like you you can invest in your own quality time. Yeah. And more importantly, you know, you you do these things instead of, you know, revenge eating. And I'm saying revenge! I'm saying revenge in air quotes because the person you're getting revenge against is actually you. Another thing is if you're a person who is into receiving gifts, if that's your love language, uh, reward yourself for staying on your plan. There we go. So we have our seven-day uh, habit circle that you can uh, email us. We only look thin at gmail.com. Others have done it. Be like our other Walt chums. Yeah, you can become a Walt super chum and have Catherine's printable habit circle. But instead of waiting for other people to buy you gifts, gifts, (laughs) (laughs) um, you can... Give yourself little rewards. Like right now, I am abstaining from something, and my seven-day habit chart, I didn't tell you this, Uh, I'm on day three of abstaining from something, and I bought myself a shirt last week. Ah. But guess what? I don't get that shirt until I get the habits done. Mm, There we go. So it's like a a carrot in advance. You can set up uh, little tiny rewards. You can come up with like a list of like every time I get X done, I'm going to get like a little bouquet of flowers from Trader Joe's. Yeah. and, And we're not talking about, you know, doing what Catherine said, you know, when you hit your goal weight, you're going to Tahiti. Like that's a huge like way down the road goal. We're talking about setting yourself little rewards to keep yourself motivated as you go along this journey. Right. And you can do a couple of things. You can either do a little, you know, each, depending on uh, what's important to you, you can do a bunch of little things, or you can say like, once I filled out seven habit charts and gotten them done, I'm going to get myself a big thing. Right. You can um, also do a monthly delivery service. There are lots of health and beauty and you know literature, little uh, goodie boxes that you can get online where you don't actually know what you're getting, but yeah. you sign up for like the sticker of the month club, which is actually awesome. Um, but it can be little tiny That's things. That's a real thing? Yeah. Sticker of the month club? Wow. Like stickers. Yeah, stickers are like so stickers? good. But there's little things where you can sign up for a service and once a month get like a fun little treasure that you don't know what it's going to be. So yeah. that's a way to receive a gift that you're not like, oh, great, I just bought myself my own vacuum for Christmas. Like, so you can do that. Um, there's also like this nerd service called Loot Crate where you uh, – uh, you sign up and then like every month they send you like cool nerd stuff that you don't necessarily pick out. Yeah. So there's there's tons of different options for that. And I think it's a great way to add like a little bit of a little spice. There's that a little spice. Yeah. Um, and also have the habit of pairing a success. So when you hit your step goal 10 days in a row, then you get yourself a little treat. Like being able to pair it with some sort of success, I think is really important. Um, You can also do like a fun, and Donald wouldn't do this, a fun charm bracelet. (laughs) (laughs) Who says I wouldn't? Jingle, jingle, jingle. Yeah. But like do something to kind of mark the passing of time. That was the sound of a charm bracelet, by the way. Jingle, 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 jingle. jingle. Um, 
we'll, we'll fix it in post. Uh, <laughs> but I know in Weight Watchers, as you lose weight, or WW, as it's called now, uh, you get a little charm every, for every five pounds that you lose. And then when you hit goal weight, you get like this lucky charm. There, I said it. Ah. Um, so there are lots of different ways to give yourself a, a physical representation of your success. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, uh, if, physical uh, touch. Should we yeah. go on physical touch? Sure. Okay. Uh, if you're somebody who uh, who requires or requires who craves physical touch as your love language, you can do something like uh, schedule yourself a massage every few weeks, or maybe get a manicure or a pedicure every so often, and uh, get physical touch that way. I know there uh, for for the guys out there, um, Floyd's Barbershop, like you can uh, you can pay like five or ten bucks extra and you get like a scalp massage Very like with nice. your haircut. Well, and too, and if you're not a physical touch with other people, maybe they do person, it for women too. I don't know. I don't know why I said it's for, for the dudes. ladies. Yeah, I don't know why I just said it was for dudes. <laughs> but if if you are a tactile person and touch is important to you, buy yourself a cozy robe. There you or, go. Um, Gretchen Rubin suggests buying yourself a new pillow or new really crisp cotton sheets. What about so, extra nice towels? Extra nice towels. There are many lovely socks. Yeah. So there are ways to experience sort of a tactile physical touch that just like every time you get into bed and you put your head on the pillow, you're like, this is great. This isn't the janky pillow uh, that was in the guest room where we stayed a while ago. <laughs> um, so really getting creative with what you see as physical touch, whether it's, like I said, like a throw pillow or a comfy whatever, like really own that for yourself and don't wait to get the cushy slippers for for Christmas or Hanukkah. Like buy them for yourself now. You are worthy. And if you're an acts of service person, you can create your own acts of service. You can have your car washed or you can have a cleaning service come in, uh, you know, a couple of times. Yeah, a month. and and we understand that cost is a factor in all of this, but having an occasional break from the norm, like I actually enjoy cleaning because I can listen to podcasts and it kind of it's predictable and I can zone out and feel successful. Yeah. But uh, this summer we had a cleaning service once who they they came and scrubbed from top to bottom and did like every nook and cranny, and it felt so nice to have that done. Yeah. It is maybe a twice a year thing for me, but having that active service, having a grocery delivery service. Yeah, like I very recently have uh, ordered grocery delivery twice uh, because I've been working so much and just didn't feel like then also spending hours and hours on the weekend going to the grocery store. Yeah, and, and for those I've got to do it all people, really make a list of like, well, are you the only one who can fill the dishwasher? Are you the only one who can, like Donald last week, he said, can I schedule a an oil change for you? And my instinct was, no, you cannot. I'm the only <laughs> one who dials phones. And then I, yeah. I thought, that's ridiculous. Let the man make the appointment for you. And he did. And it yeah. was very nice to get the email. I was trying to do an act of service. Yeah. But it was letting go of the no, I'll do it, which is something I do a lot, which is weird because acts of service is my thing. Letting go of the perfect way to do it and letting other people fill in for you, whether it's at work or at home or, you know, just letting go of that and letting people do things for you is nice. Also, you can do a babysitter sit and swap uh, if you can't. You know, if paying for a babysitter isn't in the cards, maybe offering to watch someone else's kids and then having it swap out at another time uh, would be a good thing. 
Um, crisscross. Yeah. Like I said, take a day off to kind of catch up on things. It can feel really good to not have stuff on your list. Um, and let go of guilt for not getting it all done. Yeah. Like part of the the acts of service is feeling like everything has to get done. And really, if my bed isn't made, like no, nothing's going to happen. Like right. it's, I just get in it again at night. It's not, you know – it doesn't have to be perfect every day. So letting go of those things that are would be nice to get done instead of must be done can really help. Yeah, we, we talked about this on another episode and I was talking about it with somebody at work recently. You know, it's like I put all these things on my to do list and they're not all necessary. And, you know, sort of I, I used to and I still struggle with it, you know, valuing my self-worth based on how many things I was getting off of my to-do list. And, you know, even if it was something like I need to watch XYZ episode, you know, if it's something fun or I need to go see that movie, you know, and then I don't do it and I feel like the weekend's a failure because I didn't cross them off my list, you know, and it could be, it could be housework things, it could be grocery things, it could be podcasting for that matter, you know, it's like, I don't have to accomplish all these things. Like there are things that are absolutely necessary to do, like making sure I have, you know, food for the week. And then there are things that would be nice that I don't have to do. And it's like not feeling guilty for, for those things. Right. Did we cover all the, is that all the, yep. We should, you know, we should come out with a competing book, six love languages. Oh yeah. What's the sixth one? No one knows. Yeah. Leaving me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee is my actual love language. My, when I was, uh, when I was a kid, I would go and stay with my grandparents and my grandfather would always bring my grandmother a cup of coffee in bed with like a little, yeah. like a little saucer and cup. And I just thought that was the best. I know. And thing. every time you tell the story, I feel worse and worse because I don't do that for you. <laughs> well, Donald only. Recently I think in like 23 coffee. years, I've brought you a cup of coffee like twice. <laughs> but when you have, it's been delightful. So um, anyway, I'm speaking my needs, making my own coffee. That's fine. <laughs> exactly. But in all of this, resentment and not speaking your needs leads to self-sabotage. It leads to breakdown in relationships. It leads to hating your job. All of this ties back to food yeah. and having better control and better understanding of your own needs, the needs of those around you. Like, are you wasting time offering a love language to a loved one and they're not receiving it because yeah. it's not their love language? That is a waste of time. And all of that energy we spend, you know, drinking on a Friday after work, grousing about our bosses for not appreciating us, grousing about our spouses or our friends for not, you know, doing what we want. We could actually be actively changing our lives and actively letting people know what we need. And we know the love languages of others. There are certain people that I send really funny cards to. Yeah. And ones where I go, you know, it's, you know, deep and meaningful. Like, well, I remember the first time we met. And yeah, know, for sure. And you know those people. Those people are like, oh, my God, your card. Whereas if you sent that to someone else, it'd be like, why did you send me this <laughs> card? It's ridiculous. So. Be like, back off, bro. Yeah, little much. So, uh don't send me a sappy card. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's very nice. I like words of affirmation. And you don't have to have like one 
that is like the yeah. one that you have. Look, they can... I, th- I think ultimately, you know, at various points, I appreciate all five of these love languages. It's just more oftentimes, you know, some more than others. Um, but the bottom line here is that understanding your love language and how you like to receive it and being able to either ask others to give it to you in the way that you would like or make it for yourself is a is leads to self-care and it is it leads to not eating your feelings and it leads to making yourself a priority rather than just drowning your emotions with food well and that has been a really big deal for me because i used to be so afraid to tell people what i needed And there was a certain circumstance a few years back where I wanted to ask someone for an act of service. uh, And it was making me nauseous because I figured that they just knew that that's what I would value. And for days, I like felt sick about asking them for it. And then I did. Yeah. And they said, sure. Yeah. And I was like, I have been, I've spent 43 years not saying that this is what I needed. And it came back with a sure. And now it's, now all of that anxiety that I had is gone. Like, it was really freeing to just ask the question. And again, just because you need something a certain way doesn't mean that someone is going to give it to you. And that's where doing it for yourself, like the sisters are doing it for themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Being able to give yourself love in a way that is meaningful really matters because the more self-care you give, the more love you give yourself, the better able you are equipped to manage this entire journey. It is not a destination. I didn't hit my goal weight and suddenly feel worthy and valued and you know yeah. all of the languages the languages you got to learn a language over time you got to yeah. study and you got to keep working at it yeah so uh so if you want to go online and go i think if you just google um five love languages quiz yeah um, it's specifically about couples but honestly uh if you don't know your love I can language probably by link now, to it in the show notes too um figure out what your love languages are and then decide what Maybe other people's are. Be a student of others. See what theirs might be. Have conversations about it. It's a good dinner conversation. Find yeah. out more about the people around you. Um, and then make some changes for yourself and decide what you're really willing and ready to take on for yourself because it all starts with you. It all starts with the you. The greatest love of all, everyone. <laughs> Sisters doing it for themselves. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I think that is uh, a way, a good way to sum it up. And I think that brings us to our product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody. So this has been a, a hot and heavy episode of We Only Look Thin. And we're we're going to just lighten it up with this product of the week. Yeah. It's just a light product. Yeah. The, uh, the product of the week is the Brita Filter Pitcher. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, I guess it doesn't have to be Brita, but that's the one that we use. Yeah, there's pure uh, filters. We we have the largest uh, Brita in our refrigerator, and um, you know we fill it up quite often, and it really helps us to maintain water goals. And you know, always having some cold, filtered, night, good tasting water available all the time. 
also uh, makes me feel better about not using plastic water bottles all the time uh, in the fridge. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier to, uh, to you know, keep drinking water and not, you know, reach for soda or other sugary drinks. Yeah, you can keep it on the counter. You can put it in the fridge. Uh, we have actually gotten ones like travel ones to take with us when we've stayed other places because yeah. – uh, Tap water is less about the water at the source and more about the pipes at the place where you're getting the water. Yeah. And uh, when I was growing up, they used to call uh, the in Trenton, New Jersey, where I grew up, they'd call it a, a Trenton martini yeah. uh, or a Trenton cocktail <laughs> if you would just drink tap water. Yeah. Um, so know the difference because filtered water actually does taste uh, better and uh, it definitely gets us to drink more water. And that's what we need. So we're drinking water, everyone. We're drinking water. So get yourself a, uh, a Brita pitcher. Or if uh, if you don't care about the filtered part, maybe just a pitcher in your fridge that you sure. keep cold water in Sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> and if you don't have a fridge, get a fridge. And if you don't have electricity, get electricity. Exactly. We've got a tip and a pal for everyone. And I think that is your product of the week. Pow. Pow, everybody. Well, thank you very much for listening. We uh, we really appreciate you. And if you appreciate us, uh, one way you can show it is to leave us some words, for, of, words affirmation of affirmation on Apple Podcasts. Or a gift would be to give us five stars. Five stars and a couple of words like these two crazy kids are awesome. And an act of service would be to share this podcast with your friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, let people know about it. Uh, just say it's it's a comedy podcast uh, that sometimes talks about weight. Yeah, also. sure. Yeah, um, or physical touch. I don't know how we can physically touch. I was yeah. trying to think of a way to work physical touch into this, and it's hard. Phil Collins knows how to do it. So yeah. Let's just wait for him to give us a physical touch. <laughs> Phil Collins was invisible touch, by the oh. way. <laughs> You've let me go through yeah. this whole yes, I did. episode. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. You need to have some physical touch. Eh? <laughs> you seem to have the physical. Yeah. No. It's invisible touch. <laughs> okay. Well, the 80s have been a while. So, uh, wow. I feel a little bit of judgment right now, but it's pretty funny. So, yeah, I'll, pretty I'll, good stuff. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh those are the love languages. Uh, let us know what your love language is. Send us an email at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on the socials. Yeah, uh, join the discussion. Facebook and say. Twitter and Instagram at weonlylookthin. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. You can join Walt Place. We Only Look Thin we Place only, or yes. Walt Place for short. Yeah. Uh, where it is, a, it is a community for women uh, who uh, are looking for support in their various love languages. Uh, so, uh, you go so to our website at weonlylookthin.com and uh, click on the link uh, to join our support group. Yeah. And uh, it'll uh, tell you more about it. Yeah. Uh, so if you still don't know the difference between a physical touch and an invisible touch, <laughs> just remember that Donald and I are... An inspiration. inspiration. <laughs> that didn't go. Well. I was trying to do the invisible touch. Oh, easy to have an invisible touch. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.